0: To the Dobos Podcast, Adam Doe here with my friends Ryan Lau, Ethan Bang. This is entry two in the diary of our fantasy league that I, I want to do this year. Um, we'll, we'll talk about our teams later, but uh, one of our friends, Nikki, he uh, was mad that we didn't talk about his team last last week. So I'm going to commit like you know a couple of minutes to his team this time. Uh, I, I wrote down some of his uh transactions so let's see he added draymond green kyle anderson and then he dropped montrez harrell since uh since the start of uh the season um i think he has a super strong roster he has Giannis, lebron adebayo harrow uh drummond and van fleet right now um i think he, he he could he could win he has a
1: really good roster and i can't believe he has Giannis and lebron together yeah so like talking from experience i'm playing nikki this week and he's crushing me in rebounds and assists like just absolutely crushing me he basically almost doubled my assist numbers (laughs) and he's beating me by like 50 rebounds it's pretty bad
0: i mean from nikki's team from what i see he has a bunch of like rebounder players like I mean, LeBron gets rebounds, Andre Drummond gets rebounds, Giannis gets rebounds, Bam, and Kyle Anderson. So he's a lot of rebounding players, but from my experience, from just, like, people who pick Giannis, I noticed that he doesn't really do too much in other categories besides, like, points and rebounds and sometimes assists. I feel like he's kind of low in the other categories, but he makes up for it with, like, other players on his team.
1: Yeah, and uh, for picking Giannis previous years... There are games where he'll pop off and he'll get you steals and blocks too. And his passing isn't his best skill set, but he can do it. Like today, he had eight assists. So like there are games where he definitely like fills up the entire stat sheet, but there are days where he only gets like 20 points and like 10 to 12 rebounds only. But it'll be had like an off-shooting night. Yeah, I think that was
0: one of the reasons that kind of strayed me away from choosing Giannis because I had the option to choose Giannis, but I think I I chose um, AD instead.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a solid pick because eighty pretty durable for the most part. Like last season, he only missed a handful of games and he played a lot. He rested a couple of games, but he was he was mostly there. And every game he plays, eighty unless he has a bad shooting night, he for sure gets you blocks, uh, rebounds, points.
0: Yeah, pretty and much. he'll
1: give you a couple assists, like hockey assists from LeBron too. Mm-hmm. I also noticed
0: Nikki dropped Montrezl Harrell for Kyle Anderson. I feel like that's a good that's a good choice because Trezzy like is on a team with a bunch of like good players already, so
1: he wouldn't have that, that that I mean opportunities. Yeah, he's not gonna have as much of an impact as he like did on the Clippers. Like, he'll definitely like give you sometimes double double numbers, but he, he won't have like minutes where he'll give you like high like twenty twenty twelve games anymore. Right. And- Anderson had a really good game tonight. If you guys saw
0: the yeah. uh, Grizzlies Hornets game, he double doubled, and then he had some
1: steals, like a block, five um, assists, two threes. Yep. yep. I tell you, the Nikki all Nikki's players this week just went off? Like rebounds, assists, points, like they're all there. And he has a bunch of players, and he has Draymond Green too, who when he's if he's healthy and he's playing well, also gives. Like eight rebounds, eight assists per game, like he averages around there. But he, Draymond, will not give you three pointers. He'll punt your free throws and he'll punt your field goal pretty bad, and a lot of turnovers too. Do you guys yeah. think that?
0: Um, do you guys think that Kyle Anderson will last like long though? Because I feel like every season, and I see Kyle Anderson like on the waiver line. Like there's like always like moments throughout the season where he's hot, and then like he kind of falls off, and then he's hot again, and then
1: he falls off. Yeah, he's he's definitely like a momentum type of like torch player. Like he'll be hot, and then he'll just have like those stretches where he's just like wet sand, like he just doesn't do anything.
0: Yeah, so I feel like depends how long like John ja Morant is out and like other players on the Grizzlies. But I feel like right now is like his moment to shine, and then when everyone comes back, I'm not too sure how he'll be. Yeah. yeah. So speaking of like John ja Morant, him and Cat are like going to be out for a long time not like the entire season long but they're going to be out for like 3 to 5 weeks I think is the number I think so yeah. um cat is in my other league and he, he was like my my first round pick so that <laughs> kind of screwed me over bad but let's just talk about our league for for, for a bit um yeah so I think that's why like I, I picked up Kyle Anderson in the other league um but then in this one it was just too late like Nikki beat me Nikki was the 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 the, the player or the person in our league that I was watching um, after we drafted, because I don't know about you guys, but I feel like every year after uh, the draft is over, Nikki's the one that like usually shops for like players immediately, yeah. And then does. you see the transactions like he he picks up like the really good injured players, and then he just keeps them on his IL.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. And he just stocks them up until like they come back. And I think in our our league's existence nikki has placed like third place or like one or like around the top five pretty much yeah nikki wins a good amount like my my standings like differ. like depending if i'm involved in other leagues also i go from like top three to like bottom (laughs) bottom like last standings once in a while too i feel like you like to take risks though ethan like every
0: year that we've played, like, I see your players, a lot of the players are very, like, it's either on or off. Like, they could be, like, really good or, like, maybe, like, one season they might be just, like, not as good. Like, I think
1: you like to take risks, like, with your players. See, that's what I talked about in the last podcast because we were talking about, like, our draft picks and I said, like, I like to go for, like, high risk, high reward. Like, if they go off, they're, like, i'm winning the season or if they don't produce at all for me i'm dead last or something like that <laughs>
0: yeah because i've seen i've seen some seasons where you're just like dead last and some like i think the last season you were like first place right i think so yeah i think i, yeah, and I was like right behind you and i was like you popped off this like one season yeah <laughs> i played too safe this year i think i i i went for like healthy players and also like players i can just shoot well but then i ended up drafting like a bunch of guards And now, like, I'm trying to, I'm literally trying to get rid of one guard. Um, So, this is a good segue into the the trade thing I was talking about. So, Nikki offered me a trade this week. It was Brandon Ingram for his LeBron James. And this was like uh, yesterday. Uh, It's a no. I told him no for now. I told him I wanted like a second player, I wanted like either Adebayo or Drummond along with LeBron for my Brandon Ingram. But then he, he just like didn't want to give him Otta or, or Drummond up. Um then he offered uh like he, he was willing to give me Buddy Healed and LeBron for Ingram. But I told him I wanted a big man. Um and then I tried to give I tried to like shop one of my my guards, but he wasn't really interested in, in that either. He just wanted in, Ingram. So then he offered me Autobio for Ingram, and then I just said no. And then now that I think about it, like I was thinking about this hard. I felt like if I gave him Ingram, and if he had Ingram, LeBron, Giannis, Drummond on the on the on his team, I would have given him like the nuclear lineup, and he would like probably win this year.
1: Yeah, uh, we have. Do we have Vitos in this in this league? Um, we have what? Like Beatles? Beatles, like, I don't like think we Beatles. have trades. Oh, um, no, I don't think so. Uh, okay, I, I would definitely have, like, vetoed that trade between, like, Bam at, at bio and Ingram because that would st- stack Nikki's team so well. Like, he trades up. Um, uh, he gets he loses a couple of rebounds, but, like, Ingram gets around seven rebounds anyway and, like, good amount of assists and points. And Ingram could pop off for, like, 30, 40, like, any random night. And Bam probably isn't going to do that.
0: Yeah, I feel like yeah. Bam is more of like a risky player, especially like with his like injury history in the past few seasons. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I feel like Ingram would be a better player to have on your team. Yeah, yeah, and he's pretty efficient too. Mm-hmm. So the reason why I wanted Autobio or Drummond along with LeBron was like one, LeBron just turned thirty six. LeBron doesn't shoot free throws as 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 well as Brandon Ingram does. In case like LeBron like was out for injury the whole year, like I wanted uh another quality player to take his place, right? So that's why I told him I wanted uh two players for, for one. And then uh Nikki's, like counter was that uh Adebayo, like does everything Ingram can do. It's just that he doesn't shoot threes, which he's totally right. Yeah, but definitely. then this is when I was thinking like like if I agree to this trade, like I'm giving him like an amazing like lineup. So yeah, unless something changes. I think I told him unless like my, my, my team steps up. Ingram's like my pretty much my best player right now. If uh or second best if D- uh, Lillard is the best. Um my team's just like really underperforming right now. But uh yeah. I was I was really tempted. I was really tempted to have LeBron on my team, but I think I made the right move. I don't think it's worth it to have LeBron on your team because he might have like rest days too. I don't know yeah, if you
1: want to... He, he definitely won't play, like, back-to-backs often. He's definitely going to rest, like, later down the year. Especially because, like, he went to the finals, and they had, like, a really short off season. so... Yeah.
0: That's why, I, I, I... even if I do have the opportunity to choose LeBron, I usually don't choose him. It's just from, like... I use, like, my draft... Like, my current year of draft season, I use, like, my history of, like, experience, just, like, of having players and seeing other people have players... So I, I kind of, like, eliminate, like, who I don't
1: want to choose and who I want to choose. Yeah. Like, like from all my years of either having Blake Griffin or seeing people pick up Blake Griffin, like, it's not worth it, really. Yeah. Unless he falls, like, to, like, the later rounds. Because I think right now he's, like, not even playing or like he's injured or something. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, you, you know from the experience of, like, which players are, like, worth it to take up and which ones are going to probably perform in the year.
0: Yeah. That's the whole thing about um, about Cat too, because I knew Cat had like a wrist fracture last season, and he was just like underperforming. I don't, I don't, I'm not too sure why, but like, just from like the previous seasons of having, because I would have him for like multiple seasons, and then this season I was just like, I oh, forget it. I'm not gonna choose him. I just try someone
1: new. Choose someone else. Yeah, that's, that's what I do too. I like, I like to take, like, decide to take someone else. Like, you know, maybe you may take a risk this year and try a different player you haven't tried that did well or like might do well. It improves your like your, your knowledge of like each player though, you
0: know, like when you try different ones, cause then later on in the future, then you would know like how everyone does. For the two, most part. Two more things I want to say about Nikki's team here. Um his draft pick of uh Harrow and then Levert, Karis Levert, with the developments of that have happened since, like for the Levert, now we know that KD and Kyrie are gonna be like resting on back to backs and that means like Levert and then also Dinwiddie gets hurt for the entire season. Yeah. And so Levert like is gonna pick up major value and major minutes when uh KD and Kyrie are out. And then the Heat decided to put Harrow as their starting point guard now with Dragic like coming off the bench. And let me tell you, I have Duncan Robinson on my team and he's just been really bad
1: the, like the past two games. But Harrow's been like on fire amazing. recently. Yeah. Yeah, like a 21-15 game, and like, why? Like, why does Tyler Harrow fifteen rebounds as a point guard? <laughs> just destroying me completely, dude. Yeah, that, that that was the last thing I want to say. He
0: just like got really lucky with how things have changed um, for for his his uh, for Harrow and LeVert with just other outside factors. But like, come on, he has um, who did I, who didn't I mention? He has a. Uh, it's Brogden, and Zach Levine, and Kobe White. I feel like for Zach Levine and Kobe, they're more just like scorers because they don't really do too much in like other categories, but they do get a lot of like three-pointers and points.
1: Yeah, I agree but with Ryan. But
0: the turnover is really high too. And their field goal is like, it's like on or off, you know? I mean, that's all yep. shooters though. Yeah. Uh, Nicky told me he's looking for like three-pointers basically. So that's why he wanted Ingram. Um, I I looked at his team and and I just thought like he he he's gonna win if I give him Ingram so. <laughs> just leave his team alone, dude. Don't don't yeah. let him trade. Honestly, all right. yeah. All right, uh, let's talk about our teams. I'll, I'll I'll go first. First of all, go Lakers. Uh, we're recording this uh right after their win in San Antonio for the second time in a row. Um, I picked up Keldon Johnson. He, he, he played really well today I'm, I'm really glad 26 10 and one and then i also picked up miles bridges from the hornets i saw him as like a, a good like 10.8 rebound kind of guy and i just knew like my team was weak on 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 the rebounding and blocks and i, I needed to fix that hole i picked up uh jared allen and he's been really good for me so far, and he's been really efficient. I think with he only plays like twenty five minutes, and then Jamal Murray, he was really underperforming until today because he's still playing, but he has thirty one four and four. I think I I think my team's okay. I think my, I'm I'm solid like middle of the pack in
1: this league for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think the main goal is just to make playoffs for the league, right. and then from there on, you can see like where your team is. But you just have to pick up players like throughout the year to see who's going to do good. Maybe you'll get a good steal. Maybe someone will drop someone and he picks up towards the end of the year and stuff like that. And that'll like, help you for playoffs. I just picked up Otto Porter Jr. He's been playing pretty hot on the Bulls, so uh, I picked him up. And I forgot who I dropped for him. But that's the only change I've made so far. I might drop Bogdanovich on the Jazz because like, he, he'll he give you points and threes and like rebounds here and there, but like, he has a lot of off nights too he's been playing pretty bad for me recently so i'm might consider dropping him but we'll see do you think
0: it's a good idea to drop duncan robinson i'm i'm not i don't i don't think it's a good idea right now Um, i haven't been my other league and i'm not too sure because of the same reasons why like he's not really doing so well yeah well i think the problem with them is i was just listening to um low post and they were saying like last season The trio of, or not the trio, but like the, the quartet of Harrow, Robinson, Adebayo, and Butler, they didn't really play that much together last year. Um, Something like complications with like Dragic starting last year. um, And I can't recall everything, but the problem was like they, they would have to move Jimmy Butler to the four. And then that would, that would just be confusing or something. And so I think, It's too early to drop Robinson just because they. I feel like they need to develop some of their chemistry a little bit more on the Heat. And I think they have a good coaching and good good system overall. So most likely, I see Harrow becoming like a Steph Curry-type player and then Duncan Robinson becoming like a J.J. Redick-Clay Thompson-type player. Yeah, I can kind of see that. I think so, too. Um, Last things I want to say for my team. I had Kevin Love. He's out Uh, for three to five weeks. mm -hmm, Yep. (laughs) Uh, Bro, why, why even pick him up, man? like guy's so. And, cool. then, and then, the most unlucky, unlucky thing ever happened. I ha- I got Michael Porter Jr., which is he's been really good, but then he's also out for like a, like a week, I think, because of contract tracing. Yeah, I think he, I think he was just around some people that, that that contracted COVID, but because of like the rules in place, he has to be out for like three games. Yeah, he has to sit out. Yeah, this season's gonna be kind of crazy because like. You never know who's gonna get like in contact with COVID. Then all of a sudden, like maybe
1: your best players have to sit out just for a few games. It's gonna be like a weird season. Yeah, and like if they do get COVID, like they'll be out for, like maybe the season. Honestly, like for a long time. Yeah. Or maybe just like a month, but then a month could like it could drop you from like first place to like maybe fifth or eighth place. You know. Yeah, you could drop all the way down. <laughs> just twenty twenty one, another year of COVID. At least, at least for like half a year, it's yeah. gonna be the same. Happy New Year, by the way. I uh, totally <laughs> forgot new that. Years. Happy New Year. <laughs> yeah. Like honestly, twenty twenty went so fast that like you don't really have like time, and there's not a lot to do because you're stuck at home. That to like recognize like, oh, it's the New Year, you know. Like Christmas just came by, but you know you can't really like spend it with your family because you don't want to risk anything. Yeah, and everything happy, just kind of blew by. Yeah, everything just quick.
0: That's part of why I bought league pass. I figured like we're going to be inside for probably the rest of the year. Like I'm very pessimistic and I think we're going to stay where things won't change much until 2022. And so I thought buying league pass would be a great idea. Just like
1: watch basketball um, in the, at night, in the mornings, afternoon, whenever. Yeah, I, I think so too. Like even with the vaccine, it doesn't look, it doesn't look too promising considering there's like a, another strain out there already too and it's, more contagious in the first strain.
0: All right, back to fantasy. Uh, Ryan, you you go. We'll, we'll talk about your team first. All right. Well, I my team has been pretty much the same. I haven't really done too many trades. I did a few trades right after the draft, though. I picked up Gore and Dragage because I didn't even know it was my turn at that time, and there was like ten seconds left. So I was just like, "Oh man, like I got I got to fix someone." So I just picked <laughs> like a random name on the list that I knew. But I ended up dropping him for Thomas Bryant. And I think it was a good decision that I did that, like, right away. Because, like, recently on while he's playing with, like, the Wizards, he's been getting, like, a lot of points and rebounds and, like, low turnovers. And he's even getting three-pointers, too, as, like, a center. So I, I like him, pretty, like, a lot. And then I also picked up Josh Richardson. Um, I know, like, he has, like, a really weird history of, like, on and off Like games like he could like pop off here and there but like him being on dallas and like just reading reports and everything it's it kind of seemed promising like that he would do like much better this year so i'm just giving it a chance on him and that's pretty much it for the trades that i did and everyone else on my team has been
1: picked during draft night i like Uh, the i like the thomas bryant pickup yeah yeah uh, me too
0: like last season i was watching him for a little bit and i was just like oh like he wasn't really that good last season, but like near the end of it, I saw I saw things picking up. So I was just considering him like, oh, maybe next season I could like try him out, and yeah. I do not regret it. But I think one pick I really regret is Lou Williams, especially when Trezzy isn't around anymore. Like I don't know, I don't really know what to do with him. Like I don't know if I should drop him or not. And he's he has, he has like some good games, but at the same time, like like there's like like half of his games so far have been like not really that good.
1: Yeah, I think uh, Lou had a really big drop off compared to like last year. Like he's been playing really bad this year, like for a majority of his games. I think it's been pretty like super either slumping or just not playing well.
0: I heard then- that I heard Trezzy was like his partner,
1: like his pick and roll partner when he
0: was on the Clippers. So I feel like that has that has like a big impact on his gameplay because he has to find like a new teammate to do pick and roll and stuff like that, and he still comes off the bench
1: yeah and then uh paul george too still playing like pandemic p really <laughs> yeah. not uh, really really not good for clippers right now
0: yeah and i know all depot came back too he was like injured like last season and then he came back last season and he played a little bit uh he's been putting up like pretty good numbers i kind of took a risk on him i knew that they would probably rest rest him like once in a while maybe but like so far he's been doing pretty good for me and same with um Dejante Murray, like he was like on and off last season, but then this season he's like, he's like pretty consistent so far. So you have AD Siakam, McCollum, uh, Aiton, and D'Angelo Russell, Lowry, Oladipo. I I, I like I, I like your team. I think I think you have a chance of like doing doing good this year. Yeah, so uh, I like to like I said I like to pick my players based on like previous experience like i remember like when we first all started fantasy like back in like 2014 i would just like look at my team like back then i didn't even know who to pick like i just picked like name people like people who are on the news all the time same just, like, like you picked the star players right yeah like i picked up the marcus cousins just because i saw him like fighting on like youtube or stuff like that <laughs> <I didn't laughs> even... and then he popped off i was like okay i guess he's good but uh after like high school like the first few years of college I even, like, research, like, your guys' team members, and I look up, like, their stats, and I'll look around and see, like, oh, which players are good, which players are not good, and then I would kind of, like, make a decision for myself. Like, I picked up Kyle Lowry again. I had him last year. Last year, I didn't know about him too much, but then I saw that whoever had him the years before, he had, like, a crazy amount of, like, three-pointers or assists or, like, points as well, and sometimes he even gets, like, triple-doubles, like, once in a while. So, like, that's my reason why I picked him up. And then, like, Siakam, I had him last season as well. And it, it's just pretty much based on, like, previous experience for me. I had Oladipo at one point, too. Um, oh, for CJ McComb, I don't really know how I got him. Like, I don't know why he was so low on the, the draft line. I feel like he could have been, like, way higher. but I guess, like, the way the list was, like, listed out, I guess people didn't look down far
1: enough. Yeah, and for then, some reason, uh, Yahoo... Always does this where certain players that I think they think are gonna be good the year, uh, the next year, or this year that you're drafting, they like, they're like higher up on the list, and players that like, you know, do good like CJ like drop down lower. Like you see like random lower picks of players that should not be that low for some reason, and you have to scroll down to find them.
0: Yeah, I know during during draft night they give you two rows. There's like an X rank and a regular rank. So the X rank is like what the experts think. Like how like how they rank their players, and in the regular rank is what is was based on the stats from the last season beforehand. I think um, a disclaimer is that our league has few people in it, so eight people. Um, but then McCollum did fall to round seven in our league, which is pretty pretty low. Yeah, because but... <laughs> like in my and other then, league, he was picked in like the fourth or fifth round, like right away already. Right. Yeah. Same. Then. The rankings are based on like projections, so it's just like their guess. Yeah, projections um, but, and like there's like two rows. I think I told you. Yeah, expert rank yeah, yeah. and then yeah. So the other ranking is from the previous season. But yeah, and then DeAndre Aiden, I didn't. I didn't have him last season. I think Nathan had him last season. Uh, I kind of. T- I just wanted to take a risk on him. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I didn't look into him too much, so I just kind of picked him just because like his points and rebounds, and he's like a center that I needed. I really wanted Andre Drummond though, like because I had him last season. But Nikki took him for me.
1: Uh, I definitely like the in pick. He the season before he's solid, like pretty much double double type of center. But like this season now, he has Chris Paul with him, so like you know you're, you'll probably see a lot more pick and roll situations with him. Mm-hmm. And he can shoot threes too. He'll, oh, he'll take a couple of threes. I didn't even know he could shoot threes. <laughs> yeah, he's not the best at them, but like he can take them, and he'll have like maybe two or three mm-hmm. every once in a while. And then d I just hear, like, a lot of good things from him, and I've been watching, like, his
0: stats. Um, he's pretty much just, like, a scorer, same as, like, Bradley Beal. Like, I needed some three-pointers and some points and assists here and there. And, yeah, it's pretty much my team. And I, I know Siakam didn't play a game this week because, like, he got punished for, like, running off the court. Yep. I don't I mean, think I heard about that. <laughs> I saw. <laughs> but, yeah, that's pretty much my team. And then Tobias, I mean, I guess... I picked Tobias during that time because I felt like there was like no other like decent player around that time of the round. I've seen that he could be like pretty consistent as well with three-pointers and points and all that, so that's why I picked him. So, just to recap, uh I'm in second place in our league, Ethan's in first place. Uh Ryan is in fourth place, but this week Ryan is leading 8 to 1 against our friend Boris. Uh Nikki's beating you seven to one now, Ethan. So Oh it, it changed? It's not 3 it's, 6 anymore. Oh no, no. Never mind. I read the wrong wrong number. Uh six, oh. six to three. It's so still six oh. To three. <laughs> oh, I scared. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm I'm ahead five three to our uh second Nathan. Nathan number two. Yeah. I so. notice I notice Boris sometimes he doesn't update like his his roster every week. So I feel like sometimes that's like the reason why i'm eating one right now because like i remember at the beginning of the week he had like a lot of players on the bench that were supposed to play so like i had more games on top of him you know how like on the overview you can see like how many games you're playing this week and how many games they have yeah like my number was like almost double his number and then oh. it wasn't until like 2 days ago or yesterday where he finally updated it, and then the numbers were like much closer but yeah so the guy, the guy that i'm against this this week nathan number 2 he he has, uh, oh, maybe he changed it, but oh, okay, he changed it. But I, I remember the, first, the beginning of this week, he had like Donovan Mitchell benched. He had, um, before like John Morant was hurt, he had him benched. He had like some major players benched. So I had an advantage at the beginning of the week, but yeah, uh, I, I asked this question last time. But does this mean that we should increase the money prize next year so people can be more motivated with their lineups and being up to date with their lineups? Um I mean, honestly, if everyone were to chip in ten dollars or even twenty dollars, like I feel like that's still like a good amount to chip in. Because it's just twenty dollars, you know, like one time twenty dollars. Five dollars is already really cheap.
1: Like everyone I think all of us do like has five dollars in your in your account right now. <laughs> yeah. I think even upping it to twenty, like some people, not naming names, but some people still won't care as much. Or <laughs> um. <laughs> uh Well, yes, I think
0: so we, we should like $1,000 just... $1, then, right?
1: Nah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, should like... get,
1: we should get more people next year, and then we do 20. Yeah. I, think, I think more people, like 12 to 14 leagues, are the most fun, because then your bottom picks are what matter more than your top picks. Like your top picks will definitely carry you, but your bottom picks are like, what 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 put you over other people? Like we yeah, have to like, pick and choose like really good players at the bottom of the list. Like they're the ones that make the difference, like in your team. Yeah, because I'm in a 14 man league right now, and the, we paid five dollars for that pool. And right now I'm winning that league, or I'm I'm winning this week. I'm eight one over the person I'm playing, and my team's doing pretty well, so it's fun.
0: I remember one one season we had ten players in our
1: league. I think so, yeah. One yeah. one one season.
0: That one was like a little hard for me because I wasn't used to it because we were always having like eight. So I remember like near the end of our draft, I was just like, I don't even know who to pick. It was like a bunch of no namers. All right, Ethan, your team.
1: Uh let's see. Where's my team? So yeah, uh, my team, Kyrie, uh, Kawhi, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown's been super hot this week. Kawhi missed, I think, one game because of his face injury. Kyrie, pretty consistent rest of the game, which is kind of sad, which I expected from the Nets. P.J. Washington has not been performing for me. Paul George has not been performing for me. Uh, Michael Bridges playing super well, so I like that pick. Rudy Gobert's not getting as many rebounds and blocks as I thought he would, so I hope he picks it up. DeMar DeRozan has been playing pretty solid. Uh, Wendell Carter Jr. has been playing decently solid, but he's not – as good as I expected him to be this season also. Talk about how I wanted to drop Bogdanovich cause like he hasn't been playing as hot and he has like those stretches where he's like hot he'll drop like 20, 10 a night, couple threes but like he's not doing that right now. Uh, James Harden, exceptional. Boogie got his first few minutes uh, playing and he looked pretty solid in them. So I'm gonna hold on to Boogie. I dropped someone, I don't remember who for Otto Porter Jr. Oh, it was Norman Powell. Norman Powell has been playing so bad. So I dropped him. He had like a 22% drop among like other leagues. So I ditched him, picked up Otto Porter. I still have uh, Porzingis on the injure injure wire. So Bogdan
0: Bogdanovich, or no, Bojan Bogdanovich. He went three for 12 tonight, six points, three rebounds. I have him in another league, and yeah, he's been disappointing compared to his average last year. I yeah. think DeMar DeRozan like he's been a great pretty good point guard for them basically. Yep. 23 points, 9 rebounds, 7 assists tonight and he
1: also made three threes which like he never does. Yeah, he's been shooting threes this season. Like a decent amount compared to before. I think getting Kawhi and PG
0: on your team is a risky move this year for you. Um <laughs> unless
1: unless you were thinking like, oh, if if, if uh, Kawhi is going to rest, I'll have PG at least. I don't know <laughs> if that's it a was strategy. Just, it was so unfortunate because of like the way they fell to me because I had first pick, right? Or second. I had second pick, and I took a Harden. And mm-hmm. then they fell to me. And it's like, do you pick the best player that will give you stats even though the rest? Or do you take like a safer pick? And I went with the riskier pick. I went with you know PG and Kawhi. I don't
0: know what you mean when you said... TG hasn't been doing well for you. Like he's picking up. He's basically getting a lot better. Like he he has twenty five eight and four today, six steals, and then the game on December thirtieth, he had twenty three points, ten and seven and two steals. So I feel like you were ta- you're, you're probably
1: talking about early on in the season, right? Yeah. So like he had he had like a couple of games where he, what I meant by that was like he had a couple of games where he shot really badly from field goal. But he picked it up for the last, like, I, in the last five games, he had three games where he shot like you know fifty percent. But two of those games, he went six for twenty-two, and then four for thirteen, and like that's mm. not what you expect from PG, because like in his OKC season, OKC season, he was like like a top five like MVP like type of player, you know, prospect, and he was like playing super well. Next season after that with the Clippers, like he had a shoulder injury, so like that was his excuse. And that was like towards the end so like that's fair but like this season like he has no excuses to not play as well as he should be at least like a uh, top MVP prospect especially with Kawhi resting many games like getting injured too like pg should definitely be like producing more like, at least that's how i feel but like he's You're, still playing well do you regret your picks of Kawhi and pg um, a little bit right now, but I think towards more, as we play more games, like, they'll be fine. It's kind of weird. I mean, I guess our league is a little different.
0: In my other league, Kawhi was picked up, like, in the fourth or fifth round for us.
1: Really? Like, yeah. Like, damn. we all we all left Kawhi on the waiver, like, and no one chose him. I don't know why, though. Yeah, because, like, when, when Kawhi does play, like, he'll always give you, he'll, not always, but he'll pretty much give you, like, an efficient night. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he'll make some threes, he'll get steals, blocks, rebounds, and, like, he'll score pretty well, pretty efficient for the most part. It's just when he rests back-to-backs and he rests, or he might get injured and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that's where you, you see the, you draw the line.
0: I'm uh I'm so glad you mentioned that you regret PG and Kawhi, Ethan, because I told you guys, if you guys had any trade offers you were thinking about, we should do it right now on the show. And- oh, so I was I'm really interested in getting either Kawhi or PG from you if you're interested in any of my players. So again, like I said, I want to get rid of at least one of my 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 guards, my point guards, shooting guards, and I'd love to have Kawhi or PG and take
1: take that burden off of you. Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> the thing was, the thing is that I have a lot of fours on my team, and I only have. A couple of point guards right now. I think James Harden and Kyrie are my only two point guards. This is like uh like Bachelorette or Bachelor, you know? Like
0: mm-hmm. you'll we're, we're gonna we're gonna talk trades, and then no nobody will know the results until next week's episode. That's right, what, that's if what, what we're gonna happens. do. Right. Hmm. So who who are you interested in in my team? I'm willing to give up. One or two of Porter Jr., Jamal Murray, Terry Rozier, Dennis Schroeder, Devin Booker, Drew Holiday. You can have one or two of them if I can get Kawhi or PG.
1: Ooh, okay. Um, The thing with that, those picks are that PG and Kawhi will definitely give you around like second-round value. So the players you listed have to give me at least second round value. Or if I take two, like they have to equate to that second round value. So for like Jamal Murray, he's been playing uh if I recall not that well. He's, he's warming up, Ethan. Yeah, he's warming but he, up. But he's been picking it up, but he had a really bad start. And then uh Drew Holiday uh he's solid, but he definitely won't be as like as good as he was on the Pelicans cuz like there he was mostly their Go to guy with Ingram, but on the Bucks he's just he's not he's not their main guy. Like, he's just one of their options now. Dennis Schroeder on the Lakers, he's been playing pretty good, honestly. But I don't know if his value will will give like PG Kawhi type like later later season value. He's almost like the Lakers' third
0: man right now. Yeah, but then the 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 counter is that PG's injury prone. And
1: kind of unpredictable, kind of unstable, inconsistent. Yeah, yeah. They take Dame from him, Ethan. That's what I was thinking about. I was like, if you really, if you really want one of the two, I would, I'd happily trade for Dame. Uh no, he's my <laughs> best player right now. <laughs> yeah,
0: Dame, Dame for PG.
1: <laughs> See, the thing with uh, PG is like he'll have stretches where he's blistering hot, and he'll just. Torch like every single team in his path, but then he has those stretches like, not not right now. He's he's playing decent, but like he'll have those stretches where he's just cold for like a month, and those those slumps could last for like two months, honestly. You mean where he hits the side of the backboard? Yep, pandemic. P. <laughs> yeah. So that's why
0: that's why uh, I need I need uh you know I'm taking a load off your shoulders, so <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll see. Because then I also want to hold hold off on trades. And like big moves until I see how like Persingus comes back to and plays better. Cause he's one of the centers, power forward centers I drafted. And I, I'm kinda lacking the rebound department. At least compared to Nikki's team. I don't know if it's because like my team's not good at rebounding or more so that Nikki's team just went off because she has like you know, Giannis LeBron and I said Tyler Harrow had fifteen rebounds one game, like come on. <laughs> <laughs> And I want to point out also that um, Lillard's like been been
0: off in the beginning of the season. I, I feel like he'll get better, but um, today he's 4 of 11. But then on the uh, December 30th game, he was 3 of 14. But he shot like 14 out of 15 free throws. Free so throws, he, yeah. he, he still gave me something in terms of points. And I can't give him away, Ethan, because that's the kind of hard work and determination that I need on my team. <laughs> Dame is like another Harden in my, in my aspect, in, in my in my view.
1: Yeah, he, see. he
0: a little lower, a little lower on the numbers, but yeah, he he plays a lot like Harden. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Harden, Harden's been pretty good for me. Like he's, just, I think, still right now the best fantasy player, honestly. He's averaging thirty-seven, five, and like eleven just Harden numbers, and he like, he gives you free throws, threes, like everything you'd need in fantasy. I, I hope he keeps it up though, like when he gets
0: traded, because I have him in my other league too. I was able to get him like 5th pick, for a 4th or 5th
1: pick, and I just hope that he keeps it up if he gets traded. Yeah, that's like, that's the risk you take with Harden right now, because mm-hmm. like, you don't know where he's going to end up, and you don't know if he's going to like, want to take a reduced role, Like, not secondhand to another player, but, like, you know, less touches. Because he he's a player that needs a lot of touches, either passing it or, like, isoling for himself. Right. And you don't know which team he's going to end up on. Like, the Nets don't have traction to trade for him, but he wants to go there. But if he does end up there somehow, which I don't think he is, like, is KD and Kyrie going to take a backseat? I don't think so. So, like, I don't know how that dynamic would work. And I hope Harden keeps keeps up this type of stress. Like he averaged thirty six the last season, I think. So he could definitely like keep up whatever he's doing now, but I don't know how well he's gonna if he's gonna stay on the Rockets or if he's out because he definitely wants out. Were there any other teams that are interested right now or did a lot of them opt out already? Um like they're in talks but they never went too far. Like I remember there are like four teams that he like he spread out his possible list to like 76ers. We're one of them. Um, but, like, for the 76ers, like, they'd have to trade, like, Ben Simmons and, like, some other draft picks, honestly. Like, you'd have to give up a lot for Harden. And I don't know if any team has, like, the the room to, to give up stuff. So on low post today,
0: they were talking about Harden and possibly being traded. And they were comparing it to when uh Toronto traded for Kawhi Kawhi yeah yeah but then in Toronto's case they didn't really like give up much other than DeMar DeRozan right mm-hmm. but then the difference this time with Harden is like every team that that's that wants him he's they're gonna have to give like a bunch of draft picks and then trade away like their star core, player yeah core pieces star player and that lineup like might not be able to be enough to
1: to win the championship yeah, because like when you look at uh, Toronto, they had a solid and deep roster, and they traded away Demar Derozan for Kawhi, which was like an upgrade. So like, their their roster was like you know, and they were playing in the East, so they're like primed to like win a championship, and they did. But whatever team Harden goes to, like, you don't know if the chemistry will work better, and if he's joining a team that. Is like deep enough to bring him uh to the finals. And also wait, is this is this a TBD on our, our trade, Ethan? Yeah, we could definitely talk about it later, but we'll see. But I, I do definitely want to hold off for a little bit because I'm not sure when Porzingis will come back and how well he'll work with my roster. Because like he'll definitely give me um points and rebounds and threes. And that's what I'm kind of lacking right now, the rebound. And he'll give me blocks too, so that'll help me a lot. And then for you, Ryan, I had I just have here in my notes.
0: I was interested in Tobias Harris.
1: <laughs> you
0: want Tobias Harris? I- I'm just interested. I just want to talk. Again, so, my those those guards I mentioned are available. So it was uh, Drew Holiday, Devin Booker, Dennis Schroeder, um, Terry Rozier, right, and Jamal Murray. All, all my all my guards except for Dame. Uh Dame. Ooh, Yeah, you have a lot of guards,
1: right. Ryan already.
0: Yeah, I have a lot of guards. Like, I wanted more bigs on my team. I was lacking some bigs. Uh, I already have, like, Oladipo and, like, D'Lo. And, like, Bradley Beal and then CJ McCall. I already have, like, four guards right there. Uh, right now (laughs) Yeah, Kyle Lowry, too. Like, my team's full of guards. Would you be willing to trade for a big? Oh, you want me to take a big off of you, or...? Oh no, like can I get a big or Oh. Who or do you can want? I, uh We're not you don't have to commit to anything. I just want to know what you're thinking. I mean I could give you like Tobias and maybe like someone else for like Brandon Ingram. Okay. That that you're you're <laughs> like the third um friend of mine. <laughs> You're the third friend of mine this season to like want Brandon Ingram for me because I have Ingram in my other league. Uh I don't know. I'm kind of pushing it on Jonas. Not really Jonas. I'm like on and off on Jonas because like one season he was good for me, but then the other season he like wasn't really good for me. If I were to be interested in your team, it'll probably be either like Jamal Murray, Brandon Ingram, maybe Jonas, and possibly Devin Booker. It would be like one of those players.
1: Okay. Uh, a, look, a quick follow up. I would like to offer Paul George for Brandon Ingram. <laughs> of course, fourth,
0: fourth friend, fourth friend of mine. I wanted Brandon Ingram for me. Nikki told me all he wanted was Brandon Ingram. When when somebody tells you that, do you feel bad or good about yourself that like somebody else just wants only one player from
1: your team and like they don't they don't want anyone else on your team? You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I feel like because like you probably wouldn't trade Booker or Dame, that's why, and they're two of your guards, and they're they're like top, I'd say like three, like from one to like round three value, basically. And Ingram's there too. Would you trade for Booker?
0: Honestly, like Dame and Ingram right now are my only like locks on my team that I would not give away. Everyone else I'm kind of like very skeptical on, just because of how, how well they've been performing. I like, think Booker took a small hit this year so far. Because I remember previous years without Chris Paul, he would be like making a bunch of shots and like doing all the work. But I think Chris Paul took some of the load work off of him a little bit, so he hasn't been like scoring like a lot, a lot. Yeah, exactly.
1: He doesn't have his. He will. He definitely won't get as much like assist numbers too because mm-hmm. CP's there.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking as well. So that's why like I, I'm I'm open to trading for
1: Booker, trading Booker away if if uh, if it's worth it for me. All right, we we can we can always revisit these trades later.
0: Yeah, okay, that's a good thought though. I'll keep that in mind. Do you guys have any trades you want to do with each other or talk about? Um
1: right. let me see. You have four centers and I am lacking in the rebound department. I have a lot of forwards, Ryan. If you want to offer any of your centers for some of my forwards, I think about it. I have a lot of centers? Yeah, yeah, four. I have like (laughs) Two that are playing right now, and one's resting or injured. I think I have three. uh and you said you'd be willing to give any of your forwards
0: or yeah, some forwards? Probably,
1: probably some of my forwards. Yeah.
0: Uh, maybe. Okay, I guess the three people in mind right now are just Kawhi, Jalen Brown, and Demar. I want to give it like a few weeks though, just to see how. No, yeah, uh,
1: yeah, definitely. I- yeah, we I need to so. see how they play this season, you know? It's, yeah, it's too early. early. Yeah, too early. But those are the people in mind for your team. Right, for sure. I was thinking about, like, maybe Siakam from your team. And I think that's about it. How about Valanchunas on my team, Ethan? <laughs> you no, know, he's very enticing, too. I think I think Siakam has more value. But Valanchunas is definitely very solid as well. I'll think about it because my... Like I said, I have to see where how how much uh, KP adds to my team for rebounding and blocks and stuff. And I'm not, like I said, I don't know if this week was like a fluke because Nikki just destroyed me in rebounds and assists, but that's what his team is built for, you know? He has LeBron, Giannis, and Draymond. Like, Draymond just came back for him, so he's going to crush those numbers. Would you be interested in Thomas Bryant? Thomas Bryant. Um, like, he gives me points but I, I need someone probably like closer to double digits in rebounds because he only offers like five rebounds right now
0: mm.
1: uh, yeah but we'll, we'll see we'll see how the season goes and if if my rebounding is okay or I'm just gonna get crushed in rebounds every every week now. <laughs> I think uh, that's the
0: end of the episode. Uh, thank you guys for coming on and uh, looking forward to episode three.